All right, guys, welcome back to Up to Date Podcast. We have another guest today. We love having guests. Um, and today we have our friend Janessa with us. Janessa, thanks so much for joining. Yeah, I'm super excited about being here. Awesome. Well, we are going to chat some with Janessa about her experience with online dating um, and just kind of where that's taken her. And then we'll update you guys on um, Mary and I's personal lives right now at the moment. So Mary, do you want to get us started? I love how you said personal lives and not (laughs) love life or dating life. Uh, seems yeah. appropriate. It seems more accurate, I think. So props to you for reading my brain. Um, but yes, I would love to kick us off. So Janessa is one of my best friends who I feel like in a different world, we would be sisters because mm-hmm. we honestly even look alike. Like I feel like when we first met, which was at camp, hashtag high point 2014, the common denominator between the three of us um laura and i were both working in the kitchen and then i think in episode one i mentioned that janessa was one of my first friends there because she had just come by to visit camp and i was like oh who's this girl but (laughs) it's it's really funny because i had this friend at school tito and he worked at high point this summer before i did and i remember sitting by him in class one day and he was like you would really get along with this girl, Janessa, I know. And I was like, that's so random, like, that you would just say to me, like, oh, you would really get along with this girl from camp. And then we met, and I was like, wait, this is the girl Tito told me about. Like, it just was funny because we clicked instantly. So Janessa, um, like Laura, has been on and off of dating apps for a bit. So, um, yeah, Janessa. Thanks for being here. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Um, she's nervous, friends. I can, I can hear it in her laugh. Even though I'm a teacher and I talk all day long, this is still makes me nervous. <laughs> You're gonna do great. Everyone's gonna love you. You're gonna be basically low key a celebrity after this. I mean, basically. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us about how, first of all, you started online dating, and like, then what kind of apps you started with. Okay, so I had not dated a lot um, before I got on dating apps. I dated one of my really good friends and it just didn't work out. We kind of both went our separate ways. And so after he and I broke up, um, I was kind of like in a rut and I needed to be single for a while. So I think I took a year, like a year and a half maybe, and didn't talk to anyone. And this was like in my, I was like 23, I think that had been my first boyfriend. And so I kind of wanted to like get back out there and meet people. But like I said, I'm a teacher. So I go to work, I come home, I don't really go anywhere else. And I'm not meeting anyone at work. I wasn't meeting anyone at church. And so one of my best friends from college, Kristen, she called me one day and was telling me about a friend who had had a lot of success on Hinge. And she was like, you just need to do this. And I had had several um, people tell me before that, like, try it, like, give it a try. And so I was like, you know what, what is, what's the harm? What's there to lose? And so I made a Hinge profile with my friend Kristen on the phone that day. Um, and it was summer, so I had more free time. And so I just kind of explored and went on a couple dates and I was on Hinge predominantly. And then I've been on Bumble. I've tried Coffee Meets Bagel. I've tried, there's like the Christian one that you're on before it was Upward. Upward. Oh, yes. FTH. Yes. And then there's one that like your friends can like swipe on people for you. So some friends are like went on that one for a while. Oh, hey, wait, what? <laughs> Let's talk about that for a second because I don't know any friend that I would. Okay. Actually, I take that back. I probably would trust you to, to set me up with people and I probably would trust Sarah yeah I don't know that I would I don't know who else I that scares me that would give me major anxiety to have my friends be able to swipe on people for me I don't know I I did not know that you did that okay I feel like I remember one day you coming over and you were talking to a parent about 
hinge. Yes. So one of my students who I've gotten to know over the last couple of years, I um, taught her when she's a freshman, um, her mom was really kind of like, you should give online dating a try. Like my student's mission has always been to like, find me a boyfriend. Um, and so this one student in particular, like was telling her mom about that. And her mom was like, you know, if you're not meeting anybody, like just try online dating. And it had been like, she told me that. And then my friend Kristen told me about a friend who'd been going on dates. And I was like, all right, maybe like, I just need to do this. And I'm really glad that I did, but it was definitely interesting in the beginning. Were you, what was like your fear holding you back? Because I feel like Laura, I mean, and we explained this, like Laura tried for like years to get me onto this whole online dating thing. And I think for me, it was just like, I was so afraid of judging a person by something that doesn't seem like adequate and also being judged by someone when like, how do I show my real self over a freaking profile? Like what, what were kind of your fears like holding you back from it? Or, or was it kind of just the stigma of like, oh, this is desperate and all that kind of stuff. Like what kind of held you back or was it something that you're like, yeah, I just actually really never thought of it. I think it was like a mixture of that. I think they was really scared of the stigma of like, online dating and it wasn't as common. At least I didn't think it was as common. And then when I started telling people I was doing it, a lot more people were doing it than I thought. And like coworkers would come up and I was like, okay, so this isn't so weird. Um, People I know are doing this, but I think I was nervous of like maybe what my parents would think or like my family, just because it was less common. Um, It's more common now, but it wasn't as common then. And then I was really scared because is someone going to get to know me by five pictures and that I said, I'm a teacher and I like to read and I like ice cream. Like those are very like small things about my personality. Um, And so I was pretty nervous. And then I was just nervous about what other people would think. And that was kind of silly, but there is this like weird stigma of like, Oh, online dating. Like you can't find anybody else. Like you're not meeting people. Like you're that desperate to find someone. And it wasn't like desperation. It was like, I want to see who's out there. And so I think I had to get over being scared of what people would think of me and then being scared of not wanting to put myself out there. Because like I said, I dated a friend. And so there's comfort in already knowing someone and having to get to know someone completely just you know nothing about them other than what they've given you on their little profile is terrifying. And so I think I had to work past like all those fears until it kind of felt comfortable, but it still never got that comfortable, but it was really good. I think it pushed me out of my comfort zone for sure. Honestly, that's something I would say about my kind of dating journey too, is like, who was I telling about the other day? Um, I was just having this, oh, I babysat for a family this weekend and they were asking like, so is anyone in your life? And I was like, poor question, Melissa. Um, But I was telling her, you know, like it has not ever been the avenue I would think to push me in the ways that it has. Like it's grown me in, first of all, like just being able to see people as they are and like definitely like you have to know what you're looking for in your standards but also being able to like recognize like this is a human human being this is an image bearer of christ this is someone who is looking for the same like end goal that i am even if we don't match up or even if we don't align like being able to like get out of your comfort zone and meet people that you know nothing about you've never you don't have any you know Mm -hmm mutual friends or circles and it's it's scary and it has been so good for me because I'm such a person who like values security and obviously like you shouldn't just like put yourself in like dates that are like (laughs) like you know where you're gonna be in danger or you know like there is an element of being smart to this but it also has just really shown me like you are okay like you can handle this like you're going to be able to discern what you want and what you don't want, I feel like maybe. Yeah. And, and just like, it's okay to, to figure that out. Mm-hmm. It's okay to, to have, to go on a date and it not go somewhere. Yeah. Like that's been a hard thing for me to realize. But like you said, I think it's pushed me out of my comfort zone a lot. Laura, do you feel like, I feel like you um, have been on dating apps probably longer than the two of us, but like, do you feel like, how is it different from like when you were dating before? Um, 
like in what ways has it maybe pushed you that like normal dating wouldn't have oh man um it definitely reminds you to be open-minded although to be honest with you I have for so long been set up by people by clients or um by friends and family that I was already sort of used to the fact that um you sometimes you go out and you meet someone and you only know a few things about them and so that wasn't totally different but um that's that honestly helps you be more open-minded than being on a dating app because on a dating app I mean people really are trying to sell the best version of themselves and you know put their best foot forward which of course you do that's that's totally normal but um I think it also really um for me has made me be a lot more discerning in my dating because I have dated so many people that there are little um almost like little clues that people will put on their profiles not knowingly but that will sort of indicate to me certain things that might be not what I'm looking for or I've uh, you know I've dated someone like this in the past and that's not what I'm looking for um but it, it's it's interesting it definitely makes you be like I said open minded and yeah and people that have never done it obviously will sometimes not understand so it just it helps you to show grace in other situations where you might not understand where another person's coming from absolutely i think showing grace is something really big that it's taught me um also, let's go back to the, like, people not understanding thing, because I just want to get on my soapbox for a second, and whoever is listening, whether you're my friend or not, if you have not online dated or done dating apps, I feel like I say online, <laughs> I feel like I'm 60, <laughs> like, I'm dating online! <laughs> you just logged into your <laughs> dial-up computer. <laughs> have you guys seen Grace and Frankie? No, I never have. Oh, you're killing me, guys. Okay, well, there's this one episode. It's a long story. I'm not even going to give you a synopsis of the show. But it's these two old ladies and, like, their marriages both kind of fall apart. And um, they find this, like, dating app. And they, like, literally it's designed only for laptops. And they can't figure it out. And they're, like, calling customer service. And it's just, it's the episode so funny. I feel like that when I say online dating. Um, So... Where was I even going with that? Um, oh, my soapbox. So I just want to say <laughs> to all the people who have not ever given this a shot, um, don't judge your friends who are. It is. It has been very hard and discouraging for me to even, first of all, like it's not like I've been like silent about, I mean, I have a podcast about mm -hmm. online dating. It's not like people don't know that I'm doing it, but it's been very hard to feel encouraged and supported by people who haven't walked down that path and I think part of it like I understand that people just don't always know how to support when they haven't been in those shoes mm -hmm. that's there's that I totally get that but don't discourage people from it either just because their path looks very different than yours I just want to put that out there as a blanket statement because I've been pleasantly surprised at how many people have just been discouraging and unsupportive about it and even when like, you know, if someone asks, like, oh, you know, how did things go with that guy? Or, like, oh, well, it didn't work out. Like, I think they kind of just see it as, like, oh, well, yeah, like, add him to the list of people who didn't work out. And it's, like, you know, it is very different from dating, normal dating in that way where it's, like, you do kind of just have to test the waters. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not, like, you meet a guy and go on 10 dates and then decide you don't want to be together. Like, it's a pretty quick process. And don't think that people are being loose or, you know, not careful about that kind of thing. Because if your experience is anything like mine, for every, like, 10 guys that you talk to, like, maybe one of them you meet. Mm -hmm. Maybe one of them you go on a date. So, like, it's not this I, – I guess just don't be so quick to judge is what I would say to the people who have never been in the online dating boat. So, I'm off my soapbox now. <laughs> so, um. Janessa, tell us about, out of those apps that you've tried, um, 
which ones were your favorite and it can't just be the one with how you met your boyfriend because that's not fair yeah I know I, know. <laughs> I actually really like tinge way more than I like bumble I met my boyfriend on bumble um but that's like a happy accident which I'm sure that I will get to um during this episode but I like tinge just because it didn't feel so like quick of the like swiping left and right on bumble I feel like you really had to like take your time um, I liked that you could like see the guys who liked you. I hated that feature about Bumble that like you had to buy it to like see the queue of guys. Like that drives me nuts. Um, so I liked the way Hinge was set up better. Um, I felt like there was a lot more guys on Bumble, but I felt like a lot of the same guys were on both. So I really like I liked Hinge more, and I went out on more dates with guys I met on Hinge. Um, but I didn't hate Bumble. I think it has its good parts, but I don't like that you are really like limited in who you can see. I liked that Hinge was a lot more of a variety of people. Um, so I liked them both a lot. And those were the ones that I like stuck with the most, but I've probably used Hinge like the most out of the time that I was on my dating. Mm -hmm. Um, so Janessa, how, I mean, what was your experience with, um, because I feel like everybody's can be different with how long you wanted to talk to a person over an app before you felt comfortable meeting them, or do you feel like there was a lot of experiences where guys just seemed to want a pen pal? Because that's been my experience a lot, is that a lot of guys just want to talk and talk and talk, and there's never actually this intention of meeting. So would you say that you had a similar experience? Yeah, I think a lot of guys wanted to just like message back and forth for the longest time. And sometimes I'd be like, why are we not like moving to texting or moving to meeting? Like, I just kind of never understood that. And I got ghosted a lot, like of just, it seemed like we were talking, 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 talking. And then one day they'd be gone. Like one guy and I talked for so long over the span of two days and then he deleted his bumble and he was gone. And I was like, Okay. Um, and then like some guys were really quick of like in a couple, like maybe just a day of messaging, they were like already wanting to go out. And usually that was a red flag for me. I kind of like to talk like a week to two weeks before I really wanted to like go out with someone. I think there was one guy that asked me out like within a week, but I had plans. So we talked a little bit more. Um, and so we got to kind of know each other, but I wanted to talk like at least like two weeks, even just via texting before I kind of was like, okay, I feel kind of comfortable going out. But there was this one guy who I hadn't realized it, but we were talking like solidly on hinge for over a month and he had never even asked me for a number or anything. What? <laughs> yeah. I actually, like, we were talking up until like Travis and I met. Yeah. It was, it that was is interesting. so frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> It is so frustrating because I'm like, I want to get to know you. <laughs> can we, like, can you give me Yeah, like, is now, this going to just continue on? Like, what if we start dating? I mean, is this going to be some weird virtual relationship from here on out? Oh, my gosh. Laura, I want to, I don't know if you've ever asked me that question or if I've ever asked you that question before. So I'm curious, what's your, like, sweet spot before you meet someone? Because I feel like you're over the camp of, like, the sooner the better. <laughs> yeah, I kind of am. I mean, <clears throat> there is, there is something weird about a guy who wants to meet you before he knows truly any single thing about you. And I think I've mentioned a couple times where a guy will match with me and he'll be like, one of his first messages will say, hey, let's get together tonight. And I just kind of am baffled by that. I'm like, you, you don't know a single thing about me. And so it just kind of makes you feel like you're um, on uh, on, oh, I don't know what, what you'd call it, like a manufacturing line or something where they're just they're just pumping out dates as fast as humanly possible. And that to me doesn't feel very genuine. Um, so I, I like to talk to someone for as long as it takes to find out certain things about them. So that can differ person to person based on how much you talk throughout the day or the week. So sometimes it can only be a couple of days if they're responding um, really quickly and you guys are talking about a lot of things in a shorter amount of time or if they're the type of people who only respond once or twice a day then that obviously will take longer but I think for me it's more of a 
topical thing where I want to get certain topics out of the way and then I feel comfortable meeting the person. So what would you say, Mary? Uh, I don't know because I think it depends on the person because like you said, like there are people who, um, who I've talked to for days and have not gotten to know as quick as someone I've talked to for like hours. Like there have been guys, I think of like friends guys, mm. like I think we talked four hours the first night Holy that we matched cow. over text. And not on the phone, just, like, texting back and forth yeah. pretty consistently. And, like, by that night, I was like, I want to meet this guy, which I'm glad we didn't because then some things came out of the woodwork, which Janessa was with me for that. We were literally, like, walking through Target, and I was like, I don't think I need to meet this guy. <laughs> and then, oh, that's funny. I forgot I about that. seemed to be around when, like, some crazy things happen with them. That is, that's accurate. I feel like Janessa could probably make a book about my dating life because she probably knows it better than anyone else. Um, but I would, I would say that like, I tend to, if things are like consistent and like slow ish, I'd say like a week, but I think if they're pretty quick and the person's local, that makes a difference too. Um, if the person's local, I'd say like within make two or three days, um, but it's more like if you've gotten to know things because like I'm pretty um, in depth about like my screening process, if you will. Um, I feel like my my screening process is kind of in depth. Like I, I kind of ask big questions pretty quickly, which I, a lot of guys, I don't think they like that, but it kind of cuts out like what's like what's not even worth meeting pretty quickly. So I don't know. I guess it varies, but I would say like a week two week tops I don't think there's like a black and white answer I think you have to go off what you feel comfortable with and I definitely like think we all kind of touched on this there's certain topics you really do want to know about someone or cover with someone before you're willing to like go out with them like I think you want to know that you're going to feel comfortable and feel safe and like if there's major red flags or something you're not going to agree on that's like a non-negotiable then it's like what's the point in meeting so I think it's like you do have to find your level of comfort and ask him certain questions. And it could be, you know, one or two days or it could be a couple of weeks too, depending on some guys don't message back. And that's really hard when they won't like be consistent. And I know it's hard because it's an app, but I guess maybe that says something about their true intentions. I don't know, but yeah, I would agree with that. Cause I remember one guy that I went on a date with, I remember literally asking him like, so do you want to meet me? Because honestly, like we've been talking for a while and he was like, yeah, absolutely. And so I don't know if it was just like his level of comfort was a lot slower than mine was because I tend to like invest in people pretty quickly. Um, and so I know like pretty right off the bat, like, yeah, I want to meet this person. No, I don't. And so it just depends on how the conversation goes from there. That would have freaked me out if the guy had messaged me like they did to you, Lauren, were like, let's go out tonight. I would have been like, um, no, like my reaction would have been the same as yours. Yeah. That happened to me a couple times too. I remember, I think it was the same guy who, um, was like four eleven. that's hot. Like, and I was like, oh, this is going downhill <laughs> very quickly because literally like the next three messages. Well, first of all, he was asking about my ethnicity, <laughs> which no one's ever asked me about. I'm this little white girl. Like everyone knows that. Um, and then, like, right off the bat, he was like, so what are you doing tonight? You want to catch a movie? And I was like, you haven't asked me a single question about me yet. Like, you know nothing about me. Yeah, and the activity like, he wanted to do was where you sit and stare at a screen and don't get to know the person at all. What other questions you got, Lauren? Um, oh, man. Everyone's experience is so different, and I feel like you become numb to all of the weird nuances because you just get so used to it. Um, but... Uh, Janessa, do you, I think everyone knows that Mary has a very specific type. Do you yourself have a type? You know, it's so <laughs> ironic. Wait, is it the same type? What? I, no, 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 no. It's just because when you hear, just I'll let Janessa talk. I don't even know if I have a type. I don't think I do. The two guys that I have dated are very different. Um... And so I can't, I don't think I have a type. I thought I had a type and my boyfriend is definitely different than, I don't 
want this to come across bad. He's different than who I thought I would end up dating and not in a bad way, like in every single good way. And I think he knows that like we fit so well. So I think a lot of the type I might've thought I had, I don't necessarily have, but I've always been kind of looking for someone who would just like make me laugh so hard. And like, I physically, I don't even know what I would have said my type was. I was always just looking for kind of like a guy who made me laugh and a guy who was really sweet. And I probably always like matched with the stereotypical, like good Christian, probably a soccer player, kind of like preppy boy look. That probably would have been like my type before that. I don't know. Would you say so, Mary? You've known me for a while and a lot of the guys I liked, and I think I'm not accurately depicting any of the types I've gone for. No, not at all. (laughs) Let me tell you something about Janessa is ever since I've known her, the kind of guy that she has been attracted to is neither of the people she's dated, which is so ironic to me because I think Janessa has always been attracted to the very like clean cut goody two shoe kind of guy like you said like you know just kind of I guess like what you would think maybe like a pastor's kid would look like like short hair no like crazy tats or hair (laughs) probably like a normal average build that's like semi-athletic um white (laughs) um and I think that it's just funny that neither of the, like, neither of the people you've dated have been those two yeah. things. Like, Travis, my boyfriend, has long hair. And I call him, <laughs> I call him Paolo, like, you know, from Friends. I don't remember that person. Oh, <laughs> killing me smalls. Yeah, it's definitely, like, different than what I would have thought, but we fit perfectly. But yeah, he has five tattoos and. But he's also, he, I think he looks very, like, I think it'd be very easy for people to look at him and be, like, judgmental. Mm -hmm. And then they meet him and he just radiates, like, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Not just because he has long hair. Um, He does kind of have the Jesus vibes with his long hair and beard. But, yeah, he is, like, the sweetest human and, like, loves the Lord so much. So his personality is, like, definitely one that you want to get to know. Yeah, and I think it's been, um, even, Janessa, I'm just speaking for you here, I feel like it has kind of changed your perspective a little bit of, like, just because people look, you know, like, they fit the bill, Mm -hmm. that has not been the case, Um, and I think that's something I have to keep in mind, too, when I'm scrolling through profiles, is, like, I think attraction is a huge element, it's so important, but also being open to, like, the kind of guy who like may not be what I'd always thought I wanted um yeah I guess I'm not like the poster girl for that because my type is pretty (laughs) specific yeah um but honestly it wasn't always um so anyways good question Laura um so Janessa tell us about some of the guys you dated before or some of the dates you went on before Travis there are two specific ones that I thoroughly enjoyed Uh keeping up with in your love life so the first date that I ever went on was with a guy from Hinge who Mary has affectionately called Nick Miller um because we love the show New Girl and he is if you know the show New Girl and you know who Nick Miller is this man is a Nick Miller like he (laughs) just doesn't have his life together and I'm like a very put together person like i don't mean that prideful, but I'm like type A, like very organized, like I'm a two on the Enneagram, like and with a very strong wing one, like I'm a very type A person and I will admit that. And he is, he was the very opposite of me. So I don't even know why we went out, but he was new to Greenville. And so we went for a walk in downtown Greenville um, on our date. And I found out that he had had a friend like sitting outside the Starbucks we met at just to make sure I was okay which I just thought was a little strange considering I didn't have any friends like there to back me up I'm 5'1 like I'm not intimidating it so that was interesting we went for a walk 
Um, we got ice cream. Um, he ordered the Superman flavor ice cream. So like, that's just been like an indication, like that stuff is gross. <laughs> and, um, we got ice cream and we just like walked and the conversation was just like, so strange. Um, I remember he asked me about like how much student loan debt I had. And like, he told me about all his debt. And I was like, this is the first date. Like, I don't think that like, we should be talking about this, but it went okay. And I remember like saying goodbye and it was kind of awkward. And he messaged me um, on Hinge when we got home or I got home and he was like, I had such a great time. Like, I can't wait to take you out again. And so he gave me his number and I am just the sucker. And I said yes to a second date. Um, and he texted me a little bit throughout that week between we went out and like, was just trying to be flirty, but wasn't flirting. And the worst part about this whole thing is the second date. And so we met at this restaurant that he had picked. We, um, go in and it was like a 20 minute wait on a Saturday night, which for Greenville is actually really good. And we, he didn't want to wait. So he asked if we could sit at the bar. I don't drink. <laughs> so I was really uncomfortable. And we were at a taco place and he's looking at the menu and he's like, I don't like anything here. And I was like, well, okay, I'll help you like figure that out. Like, what do you like? Like we can get you a taco. Like we can customize it. He's like, no, I just want to eat. And I was like, okay. And I was like, do you want to go somewhere else? He's like, yeah, let's go somewhere else. So we walked down to another restaurant. So he made me change restaurants after he had picked the restaurant. We ate there. He was super rude to our waiter. He asked to like, if we could go on a walk and I made some excuse up and I went home. <laughs> and so he's just always known now as the guy who made me change restaurants because I thought that was like the rudest thing that he picked the restaurant, but wouldn't stay and like, let me eat dinner. And Mexican food is my favorite. And he just like was, his conversations were so odd and yeah. Okay. Did he have a job? He was like an apprentice to become like an electrician or something. So he had like just moved down here and he was like working on that. Okay. I remember, I feel like I remember him being unemployed, which I have been unemployed for the past six months and just recently got a job. So I'm not saying anything against people who are unemployed, but I think I remember you describing him and, like, everything you told me was, like, he didn't have, like, any really, like, drive or, yeah, like, he didn't. like, passion. And that, I was, like, so basically he's a Nick Miller. And you were, like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, he is. And then your date, like, your second date just kind of, I feel like, showcased that. Yeah, he just kind of didn't really have any drive to, like, I don't really want, like, a guy to, like, impress me. But, like, also he didn't have any, like, drive to, like, make anything kind of special or, like, just be like nice like he all he wanted to talk about was like his best friend and like that was so weird to me and like he I don't think I think he was between jobs he wasn't very ambitious and it was just it was odd and I remember us talking about it when I got back and he is like Nick Miller to a T so (laughs) and then it's funny though because the next guy you're going to talk about is like overzealous I feel like so tell us about Asheville boy this is the boy from Asheville um, we matched while he was on vacation and we on hinge again and we talked and talked and talked. He was very complimentary, asked for my number right away. We talked and talked and then it was like, he backed off. And then like, he texted me one day that he was like thinking about me. And so like, I, I texted that back like another random day. And he's like, why are you thinking about me? And I was like, Oh, I don't know. Like he was so like hot and cold and I would try to like follow his lead and then he would get really weird. And he would go on Instagram and like my pictures, but send them to me as a DM, like, and then tell me how pretty I was. Like, he wouldn't comment on my pictures for like random strangers to see, but he would send them to my DMs to like compliment me. And every time I would go to Asheville, he would like send me a message about how I was in his city and like that I should come see him. And I was like, no. And we probably texted on and off for like over a year. And he never made plans to see me. One time I found out he was in Greenville for a wedding. And like, I messaged him on Instagram and I was like, you're in my city. And he was like, yeah, I am. I'm sorry. A year. I don't think I realized it was a year. Last year on my birthday, he texted me and wished me happy birthday. And we talked for a little bit. So we were still kind of talking last night. I have never heard anything like that. That's crazy. What the bleep? I don't understand. And one of our friends like knew him because he went, he worked at a college in Asheville that like some of our friends from camp like had gone to. So like I knew he was a real person and like 
he just led me on like none other. Like he would text me for a while and be like, you're so pretty. I really want to hang out with you, blah, 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 blah. And then like never follow through. Like I'm the sucker over here too that like was falling for it every time. So, <laughs> I don't know what that says about me, but um. So when you go to Asheville next weekend, can you like send him your picture that you post in his DMs and be like, "Hey, I was in your city with my new boyfriend." Right. I I actually unfollowed him, but he still follows me. And the last time I was in Asheville, he like didn't say anything because I wondered if he would. Um. But I told Travis about the whole like sending his story to me. Um, like to make fun of me and like to Travis did that to me one day, but <laughs> to like make fun of him. But yeah, I don't know why I fell for that. But yeah, he definitely was one that kind of led me on and just like when it was convenient for him was going to like text me and like act like he liked me and then never followed through. So ladies don't let a man treat you like that. <laughs> yeah, you tell him this. Um, okay, so now we should hear about the famous Travis. Yes. So tell us how you met. Travis and I matched on Bumble. Um, we matched on July 28th of this year. Um, I was very much about to give up on online dating just because I had hit a rut. I was dealing with the asshole boy and I was like, is it worth like putting my heart through this? So like side note, if you're online dating and you feel like you're putting yourself through things you don't need to, like it's okay to take a break, like pause your profiles, delete them. I had to remake my profile so many times. It's ridiculous. Um, but I was realizing that I was putting myself through things. Like I didn't have to, like I could be single and I didn't have to deal with boys like coming to me when it was convenient. And so I was kind of like struggling through that, which I had struggled through several times before. And I was about to just take a break because I'm finishing my master's degree. And like I said, I'm teaching through a pandemic, which is not easy. And I just felt like I wasn't going to have time for anyone. And so I was about to delete all my apps towards the end of the summer. And then I remember this guy's profile coming up and I thought he was pretty cute. And I saw a picture of him getting baptized. Like that was the one picture that I was like, huh, like I really liked that he put that on his profile. And I thought his prompts were really sweet. Um, he didn't have tons of pictures and they weren't like, he just kind of like, he told me later, like, cause it was Travis that he kind of like threw some pictures together, but I thought it was cute. And it intrigued me that he used a baptism picture. And so I swiped on him and we matched. Come to find out, um, he had not been on Bumble very long. He had just like downloaded his profile that day. And I was one of the first girls that came up when they like set your preferences. He had swiped on me. Um, Partially because he saw me, like, I think I had a picture of me reading To Kill a Mockingbird on there. And he saw that and that's his, like, favorite book. And so he swiped on me. That was, like, part of the reason. And so we matched and we started talking and we really, like, hit it off. We um, talked a lot about books because we both love to read. And I remember the conversation was just so good. Um, and so he asked me if I'd feel comfortable texting him. So he gave me his number. We texted and then... Um, we had a phone call, like an hour long phone call. And then we FaceTimed for over an hour, like two nights in a row. And then we had our first day in August and we went to a local burger place, um, near my house and we sat there and we ordered fries and we talked for four hours and we never ate our fries and we deleted our Bumble accounts on our first date. And we've been dating for four months and we just kind of, and hanging out ever since. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> did you guys both like sit there together and delete your bumbles or did you go home and do it and then you later found out that you both did it the same day? No, we actually did it together. Like we actively like talked about it. Um I think I we I think I still have a profile. Like I think I paused it and then deleted the app, so I think I might still have a profile that I probably should delete, but we both like actively deleted the app off our phones like in front of each other and so that was like a really good confirmation to me of like okay like he's not talking to anybody else and he had told me that pretty early on that you know once he matched with me he wasn't talking to any other girls and if there is one thing I know about Travis he's very truthful and he's very like intentional and so that was what made me feel good about it too is like his intentions were so clear um and so like us deleting Bumble, I think together was like a really good sign of like, okay, like we're not doing this, any, like with, like, we're not going to talk to anybody else. And so that was really cool to know that like, we both were getting rid of it. And like, this is what we wanted to pursue. I think intentionality is something 
that I really am looking for. It's like you want someone to be intentional, but not necessarily intense. Those are two different things. And so it's really wonderful that he was very clear about what he was thinking and feeling and the direction he wanted to go. Um, It makes it so much easier for you when a guy just removes doubt and, um, and, you know, is ready to move forward and basically just asks if, you know, you're on the same page instead of, you know, wandering back and forth and just it getting complicated for no reason. I also want to put out a disclaimer that this is like a, a one in a million scenario. Yeah, not everyone's like experience is my experience and Travis and I like tell each other that and other people that all the time, like it was the Lord. Like I tell people Bumble was the way that like God wanted me to meet Travis because Travis and I have a lot of really weird connections. Like we should have met in real life, but we just never did. So our experience is very different than a lot of people's. Yeah. And I think it's like, it's, it's so, I love being able to hear this and be like, oh my gosh, there's hope. Like, I love Mm -hmm. that God brought you two together the way that he did. Um, But I also like, for the listeners out there, it's pretty rare that on your first date that you're going to delete your app or you're both Mm going to know so clearly where you're at and I think like the level of talking um the level of just knowing what you want and when you find that it just being so easy and not every part of the relationship has been easy like there have definitely been like every relationship has bumps in the road um but I think even just like knowing like hey we both were on the same page on our first date of wanting to delete apps like that I feel like is even rare and like that's awesome that you two both got to like experience that together like Mm -hmm. that seems almost like fun to me like oh let's delete our apps together like (laughs) yeah it was it was really sweet I don't even know like how it came up but all of a sudden like we were just deleting them and like I will say his intentionality has been huge he's always been super upfront with me about how he's feeling and where we're at and like what his feelings are like um, just through the beginning stages of getting to know each other. And then that made me feel more comfortable to be able to like voice where I was at. And I needed that, like just in my dating past, I needed someone who was intentional and he needed that too. And something that was also really huge for us was we, because we talked for four hours straight, we covered a lot of really important topics. Like we covered both of our past like dating histories because he had dated, um, he was in a really long-term relationship too. So he wanted to like kind of talk through that and unpack his story. And we are very different people. I think this is what relates kind of back to like my type. Like we grew up very differently. Um, and he's only been a Christian for, I think about three years now. And I got saved when I was seven. So we had even different kind of growing up stories and you know, who we were in high school. And like, um, I went to college, he didn't, um, he got a career right away. And so we had a very different path, but like, I couldn't see a better match for me than him. Like, I know that I needed somebody who was different than me in order to be able to kind of grow and be pushed out of my comfort zone. And he does that all the time. And his perspective on things is so good because sometimes it's so different than mine. And so I think waiting for someone who is super intentional, is huge and like maybe pushing yourself back like or pushing past like the type that you might think that you want and like being open to other people and like getting to know people and not just waiting for like this person who's going to check all the boxes because Travis checks a lot of my boxes but there are things that I could have never like picked that he has that I didn't know how Mm. much I needed it until I met him so it's interesting to talk about different perspectives and you guys are different people. Um, I think it's encouraging to hear that, you know, you were on dating apps for a long time and didn't have any luck and, you know, you would delete them and then redownload them. And he was on them for like one day and then he met you. And so I think that's encouraging too, because I think when you first get on a dating app, you imagine that it's going to be really, really quick. Um, and sometimes it is, mm-hmm. but you know, there are, again, those stories where people have been on dating apps for years or, you know, um, just months and, and that's how long it takes for them to meet somebody. But so it's not always 
you know, oh, he was one of like the first three people I met. You know, it's it's interesting that you and Travis both have really different stories with just how long you were on the apps too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I joke with him all the time that I'm like, you're welcome. I did all the long, hard, like years on the dating app and you met me right away. So <laughs> you don't even understand what it's like, <laughs> but he's thankful that it worked out that way for him. But yeah, I think it's crucial to like not give up. There is hope. And maybe if it's not on the dating app, maybe you meet somebody through the dating app that like connects you to somebody else. And then that's the person you're dating or like, even just kind of sticking it out to kind of learn the lessons that you need to. Like, I think that there's a purpose behind why you're doing what you're doing and like who the Lord is bringing into your life. And I think also leaning into if you need a break or you need to pause it or you need to delete it for a while, I think being patient with the process is really key. Even though I wasn't very patient with the process all the time, that's like what I would tell somebody now, like looking back on my kind of process with it. Thanks so much for sharing all that, Janice. I feel like that's super helpful to just have another perspective, another girl who has been in the online dating world that has had, you know, different experiences. Like, there is not a single person that has the same experience yeah. dating and especially online dating. But I think it has been helpful um, to have you as, like, a resource almost mm -hmm. because, like, you, I would always know about your dates mm -hmm. and you would always know about mine. Like, there's safety in that and yeah. there's, like, comfort in being able to talk through things like that like I think I've been on maybe one date where Janessa wasn't getting ready with me while I like yeah. she just comes over and we just like chat it's not even planned it's just like oh you have a date tonight what are you doing right now I want to come talk to you like just it's comforting to have people in my corner locally who are mm -hmm. online dating because none of my friends down here are online dating you know what I mean yeah. so it's been a helpful resource so speaking of, Laura, update us on your love life. Guys, it's almost Valentine's Day. What? I it's know, on it's Sunday? Sunday? Oh, wow. I didn't even realize. <sighs> Goodness. <laughs> yeah. But that's Laura's how I like, feel like you forgetting it's February. Um, well, I don't have a love life right now, which is totally fine. Um, we had a death in the family last month, and so I still have my hinge unpaused. It was paused for like probably a month back in December or January, maybe. Um, so it's it's unpaused, but I just haven't had any interest in looking at it, which I feel bad because I'll go on there for maybe five minutes every you know, maybe once a week. And so sometimes I will match with people, but I just, I don't have the mental energy right now to be present on the app. So I feel bad. Maybe I should pause it again, but, um, it's been a while since I've been on a date and, um, yeah, pretty boring news over here. Well, I can't do much better. So the last time that we recorded, um, which apologies to all our fans out there all who of are our just adoring dying fans. for the next episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love him. <laughs> A.K.A. Colby. <laughs> our one faithful fan. Okay, I listen to every episode. Okay, so. I will say, Janessa and Travis both messaged me the first day we put out our first episode. And I was like, oh, supporters. I love it. So um, anyways, it's just been crazy. But yeah, I actually, so the last time we recorded, um, talked about a date I had coming up. And I can't remember if it was my first date. It was. It was before my first date with that guy. Wow, wow, wow. Um, and I remember being like, oh my gosh, I just don't know how I feel about mm -hmm. him. And I don't know if it's because... I don't feel as emotionally invested so quickly like I normally am with every guy. I invest so quickly. I hate it. Um, and I was like, but I can't tell if it's that or if I'm just not interested. And I will happily report that that date was the best date I've ever had. Like, that date was, I didn't want it to end. It was such a great date. We had such a fun time. We had great conversations. We had good food and drinks and just company. It was just so fantastic. 
Um, and then we ended up going on a second date a week later where I went and um, just we spent the day together and did a bunch of fun things and had a ton of great more conversations, more good food, more good experiences. Um, basically just, yeah, the timings, the timing's not, not there right now. So um, actually I have had a pretty hard time wanting to get back on on my apps it's funny I feel like I only get a ton of matches as soon as I start talking to like a specific person yeah like the second I go from you know kind of you know feeling out a couple conversations to talking to one person I get the world's most likes ever Mm -hmm. like so many and I'm like where did all these people come from it only happens when I start talking to someone specifically um and it just was like I haven't been in a place where I've wanted to to really seek out getting to know other people at this point because I'm just exhausted. I think I definitely am in that place where I need a break. And our last episode was about dry spells. And I clearly have not had one of those because I've had a ton of matches, but I just am in this place of like mentally, emotionally, I can't right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like, it's a healthy thing. You know, I think there's so much time and effort and energy that goes into getting to know people and there's so many conversations and questions and it makes you think and it's like you know it's such a game of risk you know like is this someone I'm willing to be vulnerable with and someone I'm willing to get to know and you know someone I'm willing to you know put in the time and effort and then I think when you repeatedly have things not work out it can be so discouraging and instead of letting myself feel defeated by that, I'm just cutting it out for a little bit. So um, I've paused my profile on Hinge. I'm never even on Bumble or Upward anymore. I don't even know if they have a pause option. Um, but I think until at least March, like I'm just going to kind of take a break from it. So pretty, pretty bland wah, wah, report wah. here too. <laughs> I know, just enjoy, in time for Valentine's Day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> aka Valentine's day <laughs> so yeah that was really depressing but janessa <laughs> thanks so much for lighting up our episode yeah. with your presence and um just your insight i think it's always really fun to like hear people's different stories of how they came to get to know someone and um yeah um, so that was an exciting episode. It's always fun to hear our friends' stories about how they came to get to know someone and just even, you know, the Nick Millers and Asheville boys along the way. It's always fun to hear, you know, different apps that people are using, maybe that were not, or their different experiences with, you know, just all sorts of things. So it was super fun to have Janessa on here. And obviously, um, Laura Kern and I need to spice up our lives a little bit. But regardless of our bland reports on our personal not dating lives, I hope you all have a lovely, lovely Valentine's Day. And we will see you on the next episode. Episode seven. We out.